1: It's Tuesday, October fourth, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, Hoynes, The Guardians uh, fall in extra innings on Monday night against the Royals in Game four of this extended six game uh, series to to wrap up the the regular season. Uh, two more left against the Royals, but uh, last night's game, ten innings. Uh, the Guardians had a had a pretty good record in extra innings going into uh, last night, but. Uh, it was Kirk McCarty giving up a home run to Drew Waters uh, Walters late in the game, uh, a three-run shot in the tenth, and that was the difference in the ball game. Uh, kind of a sloppy game on both sides, really. Uh, the it was cold; it was you know not the best conditions, but uh, these are these are conditions that the the Guardians might need to get used to uh, in time for Friday's uh, playoff opener.
0: Yeah, two errors uh, by the Guardians, uh, Jimenez and Arias, uh, you know, both uh, second baseman and and uh, shortstop. Um, uh, Kansas City kicked the ball around a little bit, too. Um, they had two errors. And uh, yeah, it was the conditions weren't great, Joe. It was cold. But you're right. This is uh this is the weather for playoff baseball. And uh,
1: you better get the hand warmers out and uh, <laughs> it's time to play. You know, it's this is it. Well, one hand that was warm last night. Uh, Tristan McKenzie had a real strong outing. You know, didn't go very deep. Only only threw about seventy three pitches, uh, but but Tito liked the way that he looked and and liked the way that he got ready and tuned up in his last start before uh, before potentially starting Game Two of the the Wild Card Series.
0: Yeah, just uh, really a kind of a you know, kind of a shakedown cruise. You know, just uh, that one uh, that you know the last start before the postseason. Ah uh, goes five innings, one run, and it, you know he's he's really been on on a nice roll, Joe. In his last uh, eleven starts, he's only four and two. The one loss record isn't you know nothing eye popping, but he's he's got a 2.70 ERA, 17 earned runs in 56 and two third innings, which tells you you know this guy is he's not only pitching well, but he's doing it consistently. And, you know, he's slated to uh, start the second game on Saturday, and he looks like he's, uh, you know, headed into that, you know, in in a good spot.
1: Yeah, the the walks have been low, and they've been low throughout the season. He's not putting guys on base. Uh, The home runs are still there. You know, the solo shot every now and then uh, uh, isn't really something to be too concerned about. But uh, he's he's really learning how to pitch and how, not just how to pitch, but how to get guys out and how to extend himself into games and get deep into games. And and his maturity and his preparation, according to Tito, uh, is is what has allowed him to be so consistent. He said that multiple times uh, in in his pregame and in his postgame that the difference that he's seen this year in Tristan McKenzie has been the fact that you know when it's not his day to pitch he's out he's effective and efficient in how he prepares so that when it comes around for him uh on his start days he's he's got energy he's got uh you know everything that he needs to go out there and and execute when when he needs to and it's it's been a, a really amazing sort of transformation and growth uh this year from you know a guy who you thought could be a good piece for the rotation uh, to move him all the way up to the front of that rotation and a dominant number two starter. Yeah, just uh, really impressive uh, uh, second full season. He pitches, uh, you
0: know, ends the regular season with 191 and two-third innings, uh, 186 strikeouts up from 120 last year, only 44 walks, which, you know, he really did a nice job, con- you know, controlling the strike zone and reeling those walks back in. He goes eleven and eleven with a, a two point nine six ERA, you know, under three. That's uh he, he did a nice job. He he was, you know, he 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 I probably, you know, the one loss record could have been better with a little more support, but that's those are solid numbers, Joe, especially, you know, when you know you look at, at Tristan. He's not exactly, uh, you know, this isn't a 240-pound guy, you know, at six-five uh, right-hander, uh, but he was durable. You know, he he made every start over 30 starts and almost pitched 200 innings. So, you know, that's he should be proud of that this season.
1: And and that's the one of the keys that he mentioned last night in his post-game was he's healthy at this point in the season. He doesn't feel like he's he's overwhelmed or, or you know gassed at the end of the year. And and heading into the the playoffs, that's exactly the kind of thing you want to hear uh, out of your your young guys in the starting rotation. Is you know I'm I'm I've got energy, I'm ready to go, and and let's go get this. And and that's what he said last night. Uh, he he knew that that last night he wasn't going to go deep in the game, and you know it, it was what it was. But uh, he still went out there, gave you the effort that he gave you, and uh, you know now now it's on to preparing and 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 looking ahead uh, to. As we were talking here before we started recording, uh, it's looking more and more like it's going to be a return engagement with the Rays. Uh, funny how the uh, the schedule works out that way. You you just saw the Rays a week ago at this time, and and now we're you know potentially a day away from from finding out uh, what the matchup will be, and and it could be Tampa Bay uh, returning after their nine game road trip to close the season. They'll be be back here in Cleveland for uh game one of the wildcard playoffs on Friday. Yeah, I hope
0: those guys brought a couple changes. Changes of clothes. This that's a that could turn into well it's one way or the other it's turning it into a twelve twelve game uh trip. So that's a long time away from home. Um, you know, Toronto, you're right, Joe, Toronto it, it is looking more and more like Tampa. Toronto locked up the first the number one uh the number one wild card seed uh last night with a win over um a win over Baltimore coupled with uh, Detroit's victory over Seattle out at uh, T mobile park. And, um, and now it's, it's kind of down to, uh, you know, Seattle and, and Tampa Bay, uh, you know, there's still a, you know, possibility that, it, you know, Seattle could be coming to Cleveland, but, you know, Seattle right now, Joe is what one and a half game. They got a one and a half game lead over the Rays for the second wildcard spot or the fifth seed. And, uh, they've got three games to play and and uh and the the Rays have two.
1: Right, yeah, it's a, a doubleheader for Seattle uh, that that they've still got to play. So, you know, if they play that doubleheader today and and split that and the Rays lose, then we know it'll definitely be Tampa Bay coming here. Uh the sort of a magic number of 2, I guess, is the the way to look at it for the uh the, the Mariners to to clinch that uh that fifth seed. Uh so Toronto, Seattle—a uh, good matchup. Let uh, let those two go, fight it out uh, north of the border, and and do that. Uh, bring Tampa back here. Uh, I, I I think the Guardians would welcome Tampa kicking it in on, uh, on on fumes on a night, you know, the, at the end of a nine game uh, road trip that took them all over the place. Uh, I I gotta imagine with the, the the pitching matchups that we're sort of speculating here uh, with. You know Bieber and McKenzie versus McClanahan and uh, possibly Glasnow in the in the first two games. Uh, as as you were telling me uh, earlier, it may you know maybe the maybe the edge leans a little bit towards uh, the Guardians being at home, being rested, having you know able to to have their their starters geared down in the last start before uh, you know the the playoffs for each of them. Uh, you know beaver Beaver the other night, and uh, Mackenzie last night. Uh, it, it all signs point to some sort of you know small advantage whatever for for Cleveland heading into those matchups,
0: yeah, it's it's interesting, uh, you know, just from reading uh, um you know the the stories about uh, uh, on a, on the you know a, about Tampa Bay, they are uh, you know they have. You know, uh, Kevin Cash came out and said Glassnow, who started uh, last night against Boston, will definitely start game two. Uh, you know, this is a guy coming off Tommy John. He hasn't really, he's made two starts since last June. Uh, you know, we t- we saw him on uh, um, uh, September 28th, you know, go three innings against the, uh, the Guardians. Uh, and now he went, I guess, three more innings uh um, well three and two third innings against boston last night with seven strikeouts so the stuff is there you know he's he's a dominant starter when healthy joe and when he's he's got a full season behind him but uh right now you know he's got to be limited i would think you know three four innings and then uh you know turn it over to that uh, race bullpen so you know that that match up him and uh, Tristan McKenzie, you know, I, I would think you know it's got to kind of be like you said, leaning in Cleveland's favor. And McClanahan is coming off the DL. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he in his he's, uh, you know, he's uh, he's coming off the DL. He's, uh, you know, just um, he he went on the DL on on uh, I think August thirtieth. He came back on the fifteenth, uh, September fifteenth. Lost his last three starts. Uh, so, um, you know, we'll have to see how that matchup goes. He, you know, obviously he was a Cy Young contender earlier in the year. And uh, then, uh, you know, we, the, uh, the Cleveland beat him down there at the, at the trop. He kind of, he kind of had a little bit of a tailspin after that, but, uh, this is a, this is a really a good left-hander and that'll be a, you know, should be a good matchup between him and Bieber, but Bieber, you know, like, like McKenzie is on a roll. Bieber's. 5-0 in his last six starts and 9-2 and in his last 14. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more
1: at Marines.com. Yeah, uh, McClanahan, in, in terms of the, the season he's had, he started off so strong, you know, was the starter in the uh, the all-star game for the American League. And, you know, all, all signs were pointing to uh, a, a dominant sort of Cy Young contending season for this guy. Uh, and then the, the injury happens late. And, and like you said, he's, he's struggled since he came back uh maybe took a little bit of a a little bit of the shine off of that season for him uh definitely a guy that uh when he's on and when he's effective he's going to be tough to beat you just hope that you know some of that uh, some of whatever has been bothering him is still lingering when when he takes the mound on on Friday against Shane Bieber uh the the second game matchup is what really intrigues me the the looking at Tyler Glass now and knowing that he's a guy who can dominate and, and come out and, you know, seven strikeouts in three and two thirds innings uh, last night. Actually, uh, you know, really sort of worries me Uh if, if he's feeling it, if he's got his stuff going, then, you know, he could go four, four four, maybe five innings for them and and really put Cleveland in a tough spot. But either way, you know, you're getting into that uh, the 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 Tampa Bay bullpen a little bit earlier than maybe you normally would uh, during a regular season game. And and we've seen what can happen. You know, they they just, they run guy after guy out there, you know, one inning each, it doesn't matter the matchups and uh, they can extend games and, and sort of put you in a, in a real tough spot. Uh, they did that against Cleveland in the last game that Glasnow started and, and Cleveland came back in extra innings and won the game. Uh, just, just uh, a tough way to win and uh, it could make the you know the the second game the the potential clinching game of that uh, that playoff series uh one that that could go on a little while yeah you know they they've got that
0: uh, you know that routine or that theory where you know you, you the hitters never get a, the same look at the same guy more than once after after the starter leaves and you know like you said joe i mean what they use? What nine, nine, nine pitchers in, one, in the one extra inning game, and I think they came back with eight the next the next day. So you know they, they've got they've got relievers stacked on upon relievers, and they all know they're all pretty good. And uh, so you know it's going to be a, it's going to be a test. Uh, of, of course, the Guardians have one of the best bullpens in the American League as well, uh,
1: but their starters should be able to get them a little deeper into the games than uh, Tampa Bay's. Yeah, we were noticing in the press box that the uh, all the relievers in the uh on the Tampa Bay uh you know bullpen have like French sounding last names like Poche and Fauche and all all these uh, all these uh European sounding last names. We were wondering where they're getting all their uh their scouting from uh, and where these guys are coming from, but uh they're effective however you want to call them. Whatever whatever uh their 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 background is uh, very interesting, uh, just the way that their, their bullpen is constructed. Uh, as, as far as what the guardians are going to need to do these last two games, uh, they've, they've been resting players. They've been sort of trying to rotate things in. That's why you saw Gabriel Arias in there, uh, yesterday at short to give Ahmed Rosario a day off. Terry Francona mentioned that, uh, you know, Jose Ramirez knows he's going to DH tonight. Uh, they, they already told him there was a plan set out there and, and mapped out there. Uh, they wanted Austin Hedges to to catch the starting pitcher. And then as soon as the starter left the game, Austin Hedges left the game to get some some rest. And they brought in Bo Naylor, and, and Bo Naylor uh, caught the remaining uh, four innings of the game uh, there last night. Uh, and that's sort of why he's here is is to to do exactly that. Uh, is, is everybody who, who would be in the potential starting lineup for Terry Francona uh, going to get some form of rest or some sort of attention over these last two games uh, before the the workout day on Thursday to sort of get off their feet and get a rest and, and get recharged and head back uh, to the plate?
0: Yeah, I, I think so, Joe. That's the plan. Uh, you, even Gonzalez... Uh... You know, Oscar DH last night with, uh, you know, Will Brennan playing right field just to, uh, you know, get like, you know, give him a bit of a break. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think they, they plan that out very well. You know, what what did Tito tell, uh, tell us yesterday? You know, uh, you want to keep the motor running. You know, the guys mm-hmm. that need the break will get a break. But you don't turn the motor off, you know, you've got all off season to turn the turn your motor off, but right now you got to keep it running. You got when you play, you play just the same way you played in August, uh but if if anybody does need a break, they'll make sure that you know they 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 get a couple innings off here.
1: Where do you where do you put the DH in that that first starting lineup for the uh for the Friday's playoff opener? Uh who who gets the DH spot because you got to figure uh, your, your leadoff would be, be Kwan in left. Your number two is Rosario at short. Uh, batting third would be Ramirez at third base. Josh Naylor at first base would bat fourth. Uh, Oscar Gonzalez probably batting fifth in right field. And Jimenez batting sixth at second base. Uh, then you've got your seven, eight, nine. 8, uh, Your 8 has been your catcher, so that would be Hedges at, at catcher. And your 9 would be uh, miles straw in, in center field. So that leaves your, your seven, uh, your seven hitter would be your DH. And, and who do you think, do you think it's possible? Will Brennan would be your guy at, at DH at that, at that point? You know, I was thinking of Brennan myself. That's who I was thinking
0: about. I think, uh, would you give Owen Miller? I mean, Owen Miller's DH, but I think I'd go with the hot hitter. I'd go with Brennan. You know, we, we've seen him swing the bat very well, but when you do that, I mean, you kind of lose some flexibility there, right? In the outfield, if you run into an right. injury and you gotta, you know, you've got to then your pitcher has to hit. You take the DH out of there. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if that's something uh, Tito would want to do, or you know, he's he's willing to do. But
1: uh, you know that. I, well, and I, if you go with if you go with Bo Naylor as your uh, as as your DH there, then you sort of lose the flexibility of having him run for one of your catchers late in the game or, you know, as a, as a sub uh, running there or as a bat coming off the bench. Uh, Plus, you know, Bonehaller hasn't exactly uh, lit the scoreboard up since he's, he's uh, uh, been up here. He struck out a bunch of times. So um, he's still looking for his first major league hit. (laughs) Could that come in the playoffs?
0: Yeah, I I would not be surprised if it did. Uh, And, uh, you know, you've got areas, but, you know, you probably need it. Well, you've got, you know, you've got, um, you know, a Miller and Arias. So I guess you could maybe would would Arias DH or you know, and and you've still got I, Miller to come off the bench as a your kind of utility guy. I, I don't know if you'd do that or not. I I I probably, if I had
1: to, I'd flip flop it. I think it might wind up just being Owen Miller by default, just so you could keep that flexibility with Will Brennan. Uh, you know, being able to put him in uh, to run and and as a as a pinch hitter off the bench and. Uh, yeah, I right now I think those are your two top candidates for that uh, seventh spot in the order of the DH, uh, Owen Miller or uh, Will Brennan. I, I would think Miller might get the the nod uh, just for that first game.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, but I think uh, I think Brennan's gonna he's gonna get a chance to play. Basically, I don't know how long this series is gonna last. Well, it can't last more than three, but I think we'll see him in one of those starting lineups.
1: Well, you, you you tell Brennan uh, if you don't put him in the starting lineup the first game, you tell him, hey, you're going to contribute. Uh, if we're going to win games, you're going to contribute at some point uh, and in in some way in in this series. So uh, you know, be ready. And I'm sure that's not not going to be a problem. Uh, you know, this, that would be the time when you know you wish you had somebody like a Richie Palacios on the roster who you know his bat is is what it is. But uh, you know, you, you're not worried about him playing in the field very much, or if you you're not worried about wasting a player who can play defense a little bit uh with him, uh, but he's not with the club right now, so so you go with what you got you know maybe maybe it's a will Benson uh, you know at some point, but Benson's a guy you can put in as a defensive sub late as well, yeah, and you still gotta what you still gotta cut down to twenty six players, right Joe right, right. yeah, Benson might not even be on the roster yeah, that's that, that's right that's I the was other seeing. thing. That's for, uh, for, for tomorrow's discussion is who makes the roster, who gets cut, and who, uh, who sticks around. Uh, we know uh, there will be some decisions to be made, uh, probably not until uh, early Friday morning. Uh, we also can speculate on what time the game uh, is going to be because we don't even know what time we'll be at the park on Friday. Uh, <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll have all of that uh, for tomorrow. We'll try to gather as much intel as possible. And and report it back on tomorrow's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Hoynesy, will uh, we'll check in with you then. Good deal, Joe.